Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with a special episode. Very recent passing of John Madden. Just uh, heard about it and thought definitely worthy of a tribute. This is uh, Sports Card Insights. He's not so much about the cards as much as about the sports. He does have cards, but an amazing guy. Older than me, so I got to watch his career rise and then retire. And uh, now he's gone, but larger than life. So thanks sponsors, Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So John Madden, 85 years old as he's passed now. First, it seemed like he was always in the public eye, but he really became uh, more aware on the national scene as coach of the Raiders. But he defines himself as first and always a coach, that that was the way he wanted to be described. And frankly, when he went to his second career, where he was even more famous as a broadcaster, he was a coach with a microphone, describing plays, making the game fun. And they said when he quit coaching is because he burned out. But he, he wasn't burned out on the sport, probably just burned out on the aspect of, of uh, being a coach, which is challenging. He never had a losing season. So I think it'd be easier to get burned out if you were losing a bunch. But he basically had great success as a football coach. And thirdly, he's maybe even better known for his video games of the, the Madden stuff that's uh, just taken off. And I think it gave him great wealth, as if the coaching and broadcasting didn't. Uh, he certainly had royalties from the video games that bore his name on the football. The thing that comes up about that, and this is a statistical thing, my thing is the Madden curse of uh, being on the cover of the game. And there are other curses like that when you get prominently... Uh, positioned or described or shown on the cover of something, whether it's Sports Illustrated or the Madden uh, video game, there's increased expectations. And frequently someone doesn't live up to it. There's so many examples where the guys got injured or didn't have a good season after they were pictured in that way. In st statistics, <laughs> that's called regression to the mean. It's generally when somebody has a great season, there's frequently a falling back toward their more typical performance. Just if somebody's had a bad year, it may just be like by the dip that it's going to bounce back. If somebody just had a bad year or a nagging, but the, the Madden video game is picturing the guy that had the absolute best year, the Peyton Hillis who, who had a career year and then never could recapture. That was just regression to the mean. He was perhaps not as good as he was that one year and uh, hard to live up to it. So. Uh, a lot of times people ask me is in statistics, if you're a dad and you have a, a child and the first born is a son, and then what are the chances of having a, a daughter on the second one? And you say it's uh, arguably 50-50. You have a second child and it's another son. What are the chances that the third one will be a daughter? They're still thinking it's 50-50, but if the third one is a son, then pretty soon you're thinking these aren't what statisticians regard as uh, independent events, that there may be some chemical or hormonal thing that uh, tips the scales a little bit more toward having a male or a female, that it's not exactly 50-50. And if you flip a coin five times and it comes up with five heads, uh, you're not thinking the next one is bound to be tails as much as you're thinking maybe this coin is weighted differently. So anyway, the Madden course is also a phenomenon of kind of the observation effect is that when people are doing things, the art of observing something and evaluating it as it goes sometimes has an effect on the outcome in some strain. Okay, so that's the Madden curse. Uh, he went to the same college my 
sister and brother-in-law went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. And so he, he played football there. He'd bounced around before that, but finished up there, got a BS and an MA in education with emphasis on teaching. And so he says he was always a coach, but perhaps that means he was really a teacher slash coach. As I have been a teacher, I have actually coached, but I really say that I'm a consultant. So it's good to figure out how you like to interact with people. And I'm not a coach as much as I'm a consultant. I'm not as teacher as much as I am a consultant, even though I've done all those things. And I'm more of a, more of a consultant than a CEO, even though I've done that too. He was drafted. He was good enough to be drafted uh, by the NFL, by the Eagles, 21st round. Sounds ancient history, <laughs> 21 rounds of a draft. But that's what they did in those days. There were less teams, and uh, scouting was not as advanced. But he got injured and didn't make it. And his, his great future, as he said, was a coach or being a teacher. One of the things I learned from him, I learned that's where I learned about turduckins. And I've made several turduckins over many different Thanksgivings that were delicious. I tried to figure out how to get more of the tur and duck and less of the n. But those were fun days having those. Haven't done that recently. But and it's tricky to call. Lastly, let's see, he's also famous for claustrophobic in the sense that he, at some point, I think, did not do airline travel and had his uh, specially equipped Madden cruiser that he really enjoyed, that he could get out and stretch his legs where you can't get out and stretch your legs on a cross uh, country flight. Obviously, if you're the coach of Oakland, you're going to be doing a lot of across the country flights or travel. But anyway, the Madden Cruiser, fun way to do it. But that, that probably wore on him a little bit. But I think he was a people person and making stops along the way as he did. I think that was fun. And then finally, this is Sports Card Insights. What's the effect on his cards and collectibles? He doesn't have really cards from when he contemporaneously was playing, not much even from when he was coach. But announcer, he's got some cards. They're in some of the specialty sets. And in some of the more recent sets, he's got some various, a few autograph cards that are going to be really tough now. But again, not that much mainstream. He's been retired for a while. But I can tell you this, I got cleaned out from my ComC account of the John Madden cards I had. I woke up and they were gone. And one of the things with ComC is they can make you an offer, but when somebody dies, they don't usually make you an offer. They're going to buy it. And if they make an offer, then somebody else can come and buy it out from under them. But I'm not of the school of thought that I'm going to... I would increase my price on something if I felt it was underpriced. If it's just a question of somebody dying, I, I'm not real eager to make adjustments to that of something that was fairly priced before. If it was fairly priced before, I let it ride. So I hope uh, a few of you enjoy my formerly owned John Madden cards. He is on my wall. I can tell you that. Uh, he's on with his card with Pat Summerall. I never met John Madden. I met Pat Summerall, but those were classic announcers and uh, they deserve to be on the wall in that regard. They're under M, not under S, but Look forward to keeping John Madden on the wall. I think he's been a, a cultural icon, and I, I like the fact that he had excellence, he had quirks, and wasn't uh, shy about being himself and really bringing joy into the broadcast uh, uh, booth and making football uh, a fun game in spite of being a rough, serious game. So thanks, John Madden. Thanks for your contributions to the sport and to American football culture. And your video game lives on, I'm sure. And I know you're missed by uh, all who knew you and the fans as well. So thanks, everybody. Be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man in the house of